Hi, I'm Rick. I'm Dan. I'm George. I'm Jake. And, and we are Queer Magnolias, the podcast. In each episode, we're going to talk about everything from growing up queer in the South to the issues affecting our community today. With a little bit of fabulous sprinkled in along the way. Join us for an all-you-can-eat buffet of queer joy. Mixed in with the occasional bitch fest. But always served with, with the, the spiciest, spiciest tea. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another fantastic episode. Recording here of, with the Magnolias. Hi, Hello. everybody. Today, I think we're going to dive into a little bit of all-inclusivity here. And uh, who are our allies what what are allies? You know, what does that mean anymore? I was thinking about this on my way over here. What is at what at what point? You know, on the spectrum, are we all on the spectrum? You know what I mean? I feel like that's kind of how the direction is going, and that's how I view allies. So let's talk about that. Let's let's dive into this. Well, let's I mean, into it. I agree. I'm I'm ready to go. Let's dive, girl. Let's dive. Uh, Rick, uh, I feel like you probably have a de definition for us of allyship. Uh, right? I I well, I kind of do, yes. But uh, it's really more about. I just want not so much a definition. I just want to sort of talk about what it is to be an ally. And th I, I think this is an important question. I get this a lot from people at work, especially lately. You know, with everything that's been going on in the world. You know, and all of the the hate that's coming towards our community yes. in the past couple of yes. years, I get from my wonderful straight coworkers the question all the time: What can we do to be a better ally for your community? And so, for me, I think the first thing I thought of is I want to go back to I want, I, don't, I go back a little bit to the George Floyd uh, incident that happened in 2020, and I think it was for it shouldn't have taken that long but let's just call it what it was it was a wake-up call i think for a lot of us in the white community about how we can be better allies to our black brothers and sisters mm -hmm. and then the, it felt like for the black community the impetus was on them to teach us that and that's not entirely true the impetus is on you to educate yourself about Preach. how you can be a better ally. Learn about the different sexual orientations, the gender, gender identities. Gender is is such an issue right now in the world. And you can take it upon yourself to go and find out what those challenges are that we are facing as an LGBTQ plus community. And you do that by reading books. You do that by looking at documentaries. You do that by seeking reliable online yes, resources. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Fox News is saying, not your friend. <laughs> Let me just say no. that right now. And I'll just quickly, I don't want to turn this into a, a long speak and say list, but listen and validate people where and meet them where they are. When someone yeah. comes to you and they share their experiences, listen to those experiences without judgment. You know, oh, the most important thing I think you could probably do right now is respect pronouns. It is such a such a we're in such a time right now where I know it's hard sometimes when when you're trying to remember someone's pronouns and they them and it gets very difficult. But make an effort. Just make well, an effort. Here's a yeah. secret, straight people. It's hard for us sometimes too. Uh, yes, we all make mistakes, and when you Absolutely. make a mistake, you say I'm sorry, and then you correct yourself and you keep going. Yeah. And if you simply don't know, use the person's name. It's really not that damn hard. No, I mean they is always safe. Yeah, exactly. And 
one of the other things too is just be, I mean, there's a long ass list I could go through it, but I want to <laughs> be mindful of your language. Be yeah. mindful of jokes that you thought were funny. And this goes for our community as well. Shit that we thought was funny 10 years ago is not funny anymore. And, you know, there, I'm not going to call names here, but there are a couple people here, one in particular that I've called out on occasion, like, that's not, we can't say that anymore. We can't do that. Mm. You know, and I, I have become, I think that language is one of the biggest ways that you can sort of do that. So that's me on my soapbox. I'm done. Keep going. <laughs> oh, you know, that soapbox is coming back in two minutes or less, but come on now. <laughs> I mean, I think that this year, this Pride season has been very demonstrative of what corporate allyship is for the LIA plus community. Like, girl, like the backlashes, <laughs> the pulling shit from the shelves, the like, oh, no, we're sorry. We're going to put it back now. Like, oh, God, Target, what did you do? God, <sighs> Jesus. So I, I got me. a whole separate thought about Bud Light. We'll come back to that. But uh, Target. <laughs> Before we get too deep into Target, let's let's talk about just what they put on the shelves. So not this year, but last year I was in Target shopping for something. The good Lord only knows what. And I you did not need, but you found at Target. As one does. As one. And so I remember going past the gay pride aisle and stuff. And one of the things that I found not this year, but last year was none of the items had a price tag on it which was very troubling to me. I picked up three different items that didn't have a price tag. It had a- Can I ask you, if you have to ask, you can't afford it, honey. Well, but I I probably could have. So it had a barcode, (laughs) but the barcode didn't have a price. So I turned to something that was not in the gay pride section and I picked it up and it had a barcode and a price. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, so now I'm on a mission. So I pick up lots of things and they don't have a price on them. And I was disappointed because I'm like, so if someone has to ask, perhaps they won't buy it. Perhaps someone simply wants to buy it and maybe they're not out. But oh, then I, but I also looked at the items there and what I found was there wasn't anything that appealed to me. And that was a little bit disappointing. I felt like it was, okay, let's slap a rainbow flag on this and try to get rid of it. Okay, so I said, there you have it. This year, there was a lot of back and forth, back and forth. But I have a client who is ultra conservative who told me the reason they were pulling things off the shelf was because they had made some bikinis that had a place to tuck. Mm -hmm. I don't need to discuss tuck because I'm assured. If you have to ask, maybe you listen to the wrong podcast. (laughs) And so I let my client finish and I said, are you really serious? Can you really think that they're going to create something like this? I'm like, what kind of stupid newscast were you listening to? Fox. Well, that's of course what it was or something that Fox had fed. And what I learned this year's Pride had so many different people spouting all these things that weren't the least bit true, just stirring the pot. So I want to say to that comment, Dan, Target indeed had a tuck-friendly swimsuit for trans people this year. Are for you a, serious? For adults. 
Oh, and what because for because adults. I it was for children. And what people like to do was to take that swimsuit and put it in the kids' department and take a photo of it. Say wow. Target is doing this. Wow, because that's what my client had said. Of course, they fucking for did. Children, yes, oh, and that is a lie. Oh my goodness! So get your facts straight. Not well, you. I appreciate well, you. Well, not, not them, you. But I mean, so I think that that's sort of the climate we're living in, right? That, that is, I mean, any stuff it, is floating around that we intrinsically know is bullshit, but the average person doesn't know it's bullshit. I mean, you can take a pair of, you can take a package of Hanes underwear for men from Target and put it in the kids section and say, oh my God, look what they're selling for children. Precisely. Take a picture. I mean, you move stuff, like you can invent anything and people believe it because they want to believe it. Yeah, I love they're, that about They're that looking person. for it. They're looking for they're looking for the drama. They're looking Any for a reason. way to stir it up. Anything to get irate about. That is so crazy to me. That is so crazy. I just find the 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 amount of disinformation out there and the amount of people who, as as Rick had mentioned earlier, do your homework. I, I mean, mean, come on. One could almost call it book. one could almost call it fake news. Well, one could, yes. God, if I never hear that word again, let's use contrived because he doesn't know that word. It's too big for him (laughs) for his tiny hands. So, (laughs) for Target, how do we all feel about Target now? Do we feel like they did enough to come back? No, I haven't been back in the Target since all of that went down. Granted, it's only been couple months but you know it's, it's not July. like I, it's not like yeah, i go to target exactly. every weekend or anything but but i haven't i i'm mindful of it i'm like can i get that somewhere can i get that from amazon yeah. can i get that oh, somewhere right. else you, everything you own comes from amazon no one is fooled <laughs> by that one of the things i would like to say is 15 or 20 years ago target began to offer benefits to same-sex couples target and home depot were one of the two largest corporations to first offer that without being asked to nationwide 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 even in red states yes i think that's important i mean corporations make missteps several of them made a misstep this year but we have to determine do we want to completely banish them or do we want to spank them and teach them a lesson and say look you've been with us come on get back on the on the bus because you know it's right well and a lot of the argument too was they were doing this out of safety for their employees and my point of view on that is if you're worried about the safety of your employees pulling stuff off the shelf isn't going to protect them if those people are looking for a reason to hurt somebody you need to put somebody in your store that can protect your employees I, 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 I reserve I, the right to refuse service and exactly sir, i choose you yep you're <laughs> out get yes. out the and that one. is something I think in every state you have the ability to refuse service yep. to someone. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think we saw a bunch of that shit during the pandemic with all the people coming up from Orange County to raise hell in grocery <laughs> stores and stuff. I mean, we have. Got- I didn't see enough of that though. I was like, "Come on, you're letting her. Mm-hmm. You're letting her wait stay way too long." I mean, right. now the Supreme Court has said we can choose whoever we want to give service to, and you are and exactly not. right. Right? You're exactly so, right. Even so if maybe- we make it up in our minds, we right. can totally do that. It's against my principles. So next year, Target will have an easier way to throw out Karens. <laughs> I don't know. The jury is still out as as far as I'm concerned on Target. We'll wait and see. 
it hasn't left the forefront of my no. mind for the moment. I will no. say that. Because I think Target, the thing that they're the most guilty of is performative activism. Because, yes. because they're like, we're here for you. Here's the merchandise, come and buy it. And then they get the slightest backlash and they're going to pull it. And they pull it. Yeah. Because, but if you're an activist, you're an ally, then you're there through the thick and thin. You were there through it all. You're there more for the hard times than you are for the easy times. Well, yeah, you know, I think I even tweeted this out at some point, but I'm like, I put up with more harassment coming through high school than what you put up with before you decided to cave target. Wow. Uh, I mean, it's come on, let's get, let's be real. We've been putting up with this shit our whole fucking lives. You couldn't even handle it for one week. Fuck off. One pride season. One. Right. I do yeah. wonder, do you think that it's going to get easier or is this our new norm? It's going I, to get worse before it gets better. I think it depends on how the election goes in 2024. That's right. Get out and vote, bitches. <laughs> I, I think it. I think we have a, we've come a long ways and I've also seen a real backlash i've seen you know we saw a whole bunch of bigotry during the last presidential reign we haven't <laughs> seen us we haven't seen the tide stem from it yet i think that we're going to have to stay vigilant but i yeah, also think I that we have we have a responsibility to gather those to us that support us and we have we have a responsibility that if you're going to buy something and one company is really supportive you've got to support that company the days of, oh, well, I can get it 50 cents cheaper somewhere else. That's bullshit. No. We got to step up to the plate just as we ask others to step up to the plate. And here's the thing. Everybody makes this big deal about every June, all the corporations drag out their pride flags and say that they want to support our community. But here's the thing. I don't mind performative activism because any activism is good activism in my mind. Representation is representation. It's, but, but it really, what it comes down to for me was the fact that Target gave up, ran away in the middle of the fight, they turned around and ran away from us. But so that's you know what, what makes it performative. It was, they were just in it for the money or, or, or they weren't, but then it just became too scary. Like you said, like, that's... well, right. There was a line drawn in the sand and they, they chose to run. And so, you know, I'll give anybody a chance. You, you what is that saying? That wonderful, wonderful saying? Whenever somebody shows you who they are, believe them the first time. So, so but I, so I will go back to though that we have to be, we have to help educate. You know, one of the things is it's very easy just to say, you know what, screw you, I'm out of here. <laughs> sometimes we got to do that, but we also sometimes have to stick by people that have stuck by us and say, hey, look, you could do a lot better. You know. Well, I want to talk about Dylan Mulvaney and Bud Light. I have some definite feelings about that. I don't we don't need to get in the weeds about it. I think hopefully everybody is familiar with with the with what has happened, but the but way for people that aren't, do you want to give them a really short synopsis? Go for it. Do it. All right. Dylan Mulvaney, trans TikTok influencer, was selected by Bud Light to be one of their ambassadors, influencer in their new ad campaign that was supposed to like bring all the younger kind of generation into the Bud Light family. She she did a TikTok video of her drinking Bud Light in a bathtub in a bathing suit with bubble bath. Cute, you know, and it went viral because. But the can had her her face her on photo, it, which, but it was yeah. one can. One can. You couldn't not buy a it line. in stores. Exactly. They made it just for her. And 
the the MAGA right went absolutely insane. Kid Rock uh, pulled out his little AK-47 or AR-15 or whatever it is he he compensates with and just started shooting shit up. Steve, and yeah. it just it started this whole thing. Here's what's got me That's all that, that crazy shit aside. Here's what's got me pissed off is Bud Light's reaction to it. When they presented that, that first of all, the VP of marketing that came up with that program, and yes. I think there was somebody else, got laid off mm-hmm. indefinitely because yeah. of that. They're gone. And then Bud Light comes out with this non-statement of a statement saying we never meant to cause any controversy. Instead of just saying, hey, everybody on this planet deserves to drink our beer. They were like, well, we didn't mean to cause any controversy. Sorry, we'll just uh, slink away into the background. And according to Dylan, as of I think it was June 30th, don't hold me to the date. I couldn't find an update today before we recorded this episode. But according to uh, the last update from Dylan regarding it, Bud Light all the shit she went through, but like not even didn't bother to reach out to her, not once. So you know what? Fuck you, Bud Light. Fuck you, Anheuser Busch. And as an avid Stella Artois drinker myself, I haven't had a single fucking bottle of Stella since that shit went down. Fuck you. I'm done. Dan, you better cancel you your Light. yearly subscription to Bush Gardens. Yeah. <laughs> that season pass is over. So what does Stella have to do with Bud Light? It's owned by Anheuser Busch. Okay, and Anheuser Busch is not an American company anymore. Just so we're clear. Okay, not that it would have mattered because it's still run by Americans, but it's a Japanese corporation now. Okay, but they still own Bud Light, right? They do, but it's a Japanese-owned company. (laughs) Let's. They can be allies too. (laughs) Yeah, they can. I mean, hopefully, hopefully, apparently not. Apparently, well, right. But I, I, you know, that's the scariest part about it. So anyway, like I said, I we don't need to go down a whole rabbit hole. We, right, we wanted right, to do right, an episode right. on that. We certainly surely could. We we could. And you know, one of the things that we've talked about okay. together, you know, this this contrived news that goes on, you know, all of these numbers come out and, and corporations have to make money. They're not there just to support us. They're there to make money and hopefully support us. I, I like corporations that support us. Yeah, But there's all of this contrived news that comes out and there are all these numbers batted around and all of these companies are public. So the first time somebody comes out with a news story that so-and-so lost a billion or $10 billion, all these corporations shit on themselves because they have a responsibility to their shareholders. And the sad thing is they don't have anybody running these corporations that have any balls. No one can sit down with the media and say, really, you guys are defaming us because these news stories are not correct. And it's so it's so frustrating because we do need allies that support us, whether they make money or not. Yeah, they should be doing the right fucking thing instead of looking at the bottom line. Understand why they do it, but it's still very frustrating. One of the things, since I have been on the negative Nancy side, one of the things <laughs> I would really like to say is what I love is going to small mom and pop stores and seeing small and sometimes large displays for gay pride. They need the money and they have the biggest risk of all. Sure. If you're a small mom and pop store and you decide to have a gay pride display, you could have backlash from your community. And maybe people don't come. And their bottom line is always so tiny. 
that makes my heart warm when I go in a store and I see that mom and pop have said, hey, look, we're here to support you because we recognize. And bookstores I love- are such an important part of that. Seeing bookstores, uh, like when we were in uh, Montana, not the most gay friendly of states, especially these days. Uh, but when we were in Helena and all, we saw that bookstore with all the gay pride flags, not even during pride month, it was in the middle was, of the winter in the middle <laughs> of winter. And it was like, wow, I just felt like I knew instantly it was a safe place to go. It is the Montana bookstore is what it's called in Helena, Montana. And these p- women that run this store are 100% allies. It is amazing. There, There's a kid's bookstore up in Montrose, same way. They have a lovely gay pride display, but they have books that are gay-centric 12 months a year. They don't necessarily have a big display, but all during the year, they have a group of books that has a title LGBTQ+. It's so fantastic. Well, I have another uh, company, actually, now that we've been, uh, you know, talking about the companies that we hate, well, uh, that have abandoned <laughs> us. <laughs> I think the better way to say that is the companies that abandon us in our moment of need. I do have one, actually, Dan, I think you will love hearing this. It was quite a surprise to me to find out just a little while, like a couple months ago, but American Express is actually they have a very long history that dates back to the early 80s of supporting the lgbtq plus community now i know why i have 14 cards from them i think there's only two you can have right three well you can have as many as they'll loan you one client has about eight Um, how many aliases do you have i'm not saying on there (laughs) i've worked with this guy in florida who he and american express moved both he and his partner in the early 90s out to Arizona from Florida, they offered to move both of them. This was long before gay marriage. You're right, American Express has been a long-term ally of us, which is so wonderful. Once again, we have to support our allies. But I feel like there's a twist to this story, Rick, because you said people that don't service anymore. I thought you were saying people that don't service anymore. Oh, that might have been another conversation that wasn't meant for the podcast. Before American Express. Uh, <laughs> so to be clear, we're all on board with American Express. Yes, we're all on board yes. with American Express. Yes. <laughs> I do oh, think wait. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Say it again. If they could send us another free card, that would be- <laughs> Right? I mean, would it kill you? Come on. I know what you're talking about, George. I'll get to that. I know. I, I just remembered. So it's not American Express. Great. Before we get off Dylan Mulvaney, I thought it would be, I thought we should bring up her sponsorship with Nike that was just, you know, very recently before the Bud Light thing. She's that makes a little cute video. She's exercising and like, you know, sports bra and leggings and like, you know, entering my sports and my fitness phase with Nike. And the person that reacted the fastest and had the worst shit to say, Caitlyn Jenner. Wow. I'm serious. That cow won't go away. Caitlyn Jenner said, and I quote, I'm going to read this to you. As someone that grew up in awe of what Nike co-founder Phil Knight did, it is a shame to see such an iconic American company go so woke. We can be inclusive, but not at the expense of the mass majority of people and have some decency while being inclusive. This is an outrage. Stop trying to erase women. 
What the fuck? Who, who the fuck is she pandering to? Is she trying to have dinner with J.K. Rowling or something? What the fuck? Who well, is she pandering to? Well, let's not forget that a year ago she became an official Fox News correspondent. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that true? I didn't know that. Girl, Google that shit. It is very true. Well, <laughs> you know, I ain't going to watch either one of them, but that's... Caitlyn Jenner coming out no. saying no. no to this. That doesn't even mean... You know, and we maybe the four of us have a responsibility to go and chat with Caitlin in person since mm-hmm. we're in the same damn town. I mean, I mean on by Caitlin on, you know, Pacific Highway <laughs> as the last person. I use uh, a fist as a microphone. What about when she is talking to Lady Gaga and it's like, oh yeah, we go to the same Starbucks. Then Gaga's like, I've got a new barista now. <laughs> wow, that's you know, oh, I'd love to run into Caitlin. Caitlin, if you're listening, and then back up and run into her again. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I will right. just just a little caveat on top of this conversation about the Nike sportswear. In 2016, one year after Caitlin came out as transgender, she was chosen by H&M to be a rep for their new sportswear line, in which she extolled the virtues of inclusivity and showcasing that sports are for everyone. Oh, I guess Nike said no when Caitlin approached them to do a a buddy up campaign. Oh, might be because you know Caitlin will pimp herself out for anything. Anyone who's watched that poor ass show she had would know that. Well, she's clearly a whore (laughs) for the Republicans. She tries to be, but most of them keep saying no, Mm. and that's a sad. There is no room for you at the table. (laughs) The level of self hate. Isn't it shocking? Like I was shocked when I read that. Yeah. I know they do it for clicks. I get sure. it. But it just makes me insane. How can you sell your own self out like that? Your own community. You sell out your own community for that. I will say that, you know, on that comment that she said about Mulvaney's Nike sponsorship, Marsha Blackburn tweeted and was super happy to comment. And then Caitlin was like, thank you for standing up for Americans. Y'all don't want me to get started on Marsha Blackburn. You yeah, really we do. No, no, we should probably change the subject because that half is, is the Antichrist. I ain't got uh, nothing for her whatsoever. She got nothing uh, for her. Nothing uh, nice anyway. All right. I, I do want to talk about one company. Yeah. Uh, and this is what you were kind of alluding at earlier, George. This There's one company who has, in the early days of their rise to fame, I guess, if you will, were fairly known for their inclusivity, their diversity. They were the first ones out of the gate that that could not be any more inclusive. And that was Netflix. I was going to say Benetton. <laughs> oh, those are early, early days. <laughs> All the colors. Right. Um, and that was Netflix. And they, they demonstrated this not only across the content that they put on their platforms, they also demonstrated this in, in their employee ranks and the people that they hired and the people that they actually put into positions of power and, and put, put in charge. But, and that's all great. And I was always a big champion of that until the, until the trans issue came to light just about a year or so ago with, with the comedian Dave Chappelle. And all of his anti-trans rhetoric and how how Netflix stood in his corner all the way to the point where every trans employee at Netflix walked out and started picketing the front of the place. And and they I think they finally came to have a conversation with those trans employees, but they never really took a public stance on it. And Dave Chappelle has just gotten worse ever since that. He he realized he could get away with it and he's just he's vile. 
at this point, just as bad as Caitlin herself. But this is to be clear about Netflix, not Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. What we're talking about. Dave Chappelle has probably never said he was an ally. <laughs> oh, never. No. So we're not talking about Dave Chappelle. <laughs> we're not talking about Dave Chappelle. We're talking about Netflix. So the jury is still out for Netflix as well. They're in that same target vote for me. Yeah. How you how you behave accordingly moving forward will determine where you land in with me. Have you canceled your Netflix subscription? Right. I have not, but I can't do that mm. because I'm my mama. Yeah. Oh, now we're gonna bring mama into this. There we go. Do you eat at Chick-fil-A? <laughs> no. Uh-huh. Dan. I haven't been in a Chick-fil-A in 27 yeah. years. <laughs> I ate it in and out last week. Silence is golden, count? honey. Yes, honey. That's <laughs> all right. That's all right. That's all right. Well, on that note, as my Aunt Lucy used to say, <laughs> yes, ma'am. Days all the way dry. My right. eyes keeps like the Sahara. <laughs> like the Mojave was this past weekend. Right. Should we wrap this up and go make a drink? Okay. I mean, I, think so. I, I, I couldn't possibly. She <laughs> couldn't <laughs> possibly be. <laughs> all right. Well, in that case, I guess we'll see y'all next week. Yeah, we will. See you all next week. Absolutely. You better come back. (laughs) Bye, y'all. Be an ally. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Queer Magnolias podcast. We all love you and the amazing support and feedback you have given us thus far. So much. We need more. Uh, Well, we would love to hear more brilliant brainstorms from you magnificent magnolias. So we highly encourage you to be included and find slash follow us at Queer Magnolias on Twitter and at Queer Magnolias Podcast on Instagram and Facebook if you haven't already. We would love to hear your comments and feedback, good or bad. Uh, wait, oh, what? Wait, no, uh, no, nobody wants their bad comments. Fuck yeah. that. Fuck off. And you can listen to us on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcast, wherever the hell you're listening to us right now, or wherever you might find your podcast. All right. Until next time, blossoms. <laughs>